Hello everyone, this is Supreet Balaji, your host for the podcast show, A Day in the Life of. So today I'm very excited to meet or interact with one of the super cool designers that I've ever met. And she made me tell this because she is one of the super cool girls. So uh, today with me, I have Manar Jafri, who is currently studying in NMIMS School of Design in Mumbai. and who's currently in the final year fourth year of bachelor's of design and this is a multidisciplinary course as per her because she's going to do she's learned all the fields of designing and that is wonderful part so you'll get a wide aspect of what she does in her day of her life and her keen interest is ui ux and she further wants to pursue it and if you really want to know or see her work you can go to behance and check out manar jafri i recently saw her latest ui ux app design if i'm not wrong it is about food donation that's also wonderful and i welcome manar how are you doing thank you so much for having me on this podcast i'm really excited and it's really wonderful that you are uh, hosting so many people from so many different professions and uh letting us talk about our work our profession and uh giving our insights and taking people through what a day in our life looks like and i'm really excited to share a glimpse of what i do with the people who are listening to this podcast i guess manar is more excited than all the listeners are so let's take this <laughs> excitement and kick in our first question so manar the basic question that i would like to ask everybody who comes in this particular session is can you walk us through a typical day in your life as a graphic designer as a designer as a ui ux designer so i think as a design student uh your days are very dynamic it's uh, it's ever changing it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's never the same Uh, i think it is because when you uh, enter a design school you really get accustomed to uh, multitasking you will never have just one thing on your plate you will always have multiple projects to juggle between multiple commitments uh, sometimes you will have like two three college projects running along at the same time or sometimes you might just have one project uh, running and alongside you will have a couple of client projects if that is if you are freelancing so how your day goes about is very much dependent on how many deadlines you have coming up because um uh if i have a project due in the next two days for example mm-hmm. i will not just spend my entire day most of my day working on that project i will also spend most of my night working on that project and i will be very sleep deprived for the next two days so uh that is also because somehow you just never find enough time to complete a project there is always some last minute changes or last minute modifications that you have to make and uh-huh. i think that really comes uh to you as a designer when you start working on these projects when you enter this design field there is this uh kira of perfectionism that uh is uh, ingrained inside you you are never satisfied with your work you are never satisfied with how your design looks you always have to find that one misalignment or that one uh change that you can make 
And if you are not able to find that, there will be 10 people who will tell you what those changes are and will find those little uh, ye logo thoda bada bana do, ya, uh, you know, uh, move this text over here, increase this font. So it's like you never find enough time to complete your work. So uh, that is there. So, but then it's not always like that. Uh, there are also days when your work is not that hectic and uh, mm -hmm. uh, you might spend some time uh, in a classroom uh, learning a new subject, uh, learning a new software or a new tool, or uh, you might spend some time with your friends or your family. So like I said in the beginning, it's very dynamic. You cannot put a day in the life of a designer in a typical framework or there is no set timetable that we follow it it's always changing it's never the same it's like when you enter a design school it's like you uh go on a new adventure every single day it's mm -hmm. like that wow that's really cool <laughs> so is it like how you uh almost every day you get to find new design elements from your workplace or is it more towards you get to learn from others or how is it how is the design elements of your work work on so the field of design that i work in it's ui ux design now if i have to give you a gist of what ui ux design is it's uh, basically to put it in very simple words it is uh, giving your users a comfortable or seamless experience when they are using any digital platform like mobile apps or websites or even physical tangible products. So that is what that is the crux of UI UX design. Now, when you are working on a UI UX design project, there are several steps that you have to follow. It's not that uh, you uh, identify a problem and overnight you come up with an with a mobile application design it's not that simple there mm -hmm. are several phases in that uh, project you start with research you uh, start uh, with talking to people talking to actual users identifying their pain points their problems their needs uh, what they expect from uh, you as a designer you gather all those insights then uh, you ideate possible concepts, you mm -hmm. uh, come up with uh, several conceptualizations, several ideations, several iterations, you get feedback on them, you make prototypes of them. If you're working on a mobile app, you will make a digital prototype. If you're working on a physical product, you will make tangible prototypes. Even within those prototypes, there are several layers. You start with a low fidelity prototype then move on to the high fidelity prototype. And then most importantly, you test these prototypes with real users. You get feedback from them. You um, uh, implement those changes, those feedback in your uh, prototypes, and then uh, you improve it. And that is when you can call it a final design solution. So uh, it's you don't do all of this in a single day, of course. A typical UI UX project lasts about four to six weeks, uh, you can say. So uh, on some days, you might be spending your entire time doing research. You will uh, look mm -hmm. up articles, you will look up secondary data, you will look mm -hmm. up existing solutions, you will study them. On some days, you might uh, spend your time uh, simply looking at inspiration. You can go on these websites like Behance, Dribble. 
where uh, people have uploaded their projects you look at you get inspiration from there or uh, sometimes you might uh, spend your time talking to people you will take a lot of interviews lot of surveys to get data from people or so on some days you might spend your entire time uh, creating designs on paper and then translating them into the digital medium so it's it goes about like that you have different things to work on on different days and different people to get inspiration from on throughout the projects that you work on this sounds so tiring and this sounds so <laughs> hectic even yes, though it sounds it so tiring and hectic what made you or what inspired you to actually pursue this particular path because even after seeing a lot of things like after being like okay this is what designers going through hundreds of phases interacting with hundreds of people understanding and then doing some diagrams then implementing it in a computer and then some technical parts a lot of things comes in right but what inspired yes. you to actually be a part of this like why are you still continuing to pursue this path should i talk about how i entered this field first i want to talk about that yes. so um it was purely accidental it was not planned at all so uh, right after my 12th grade uh, like almost everyone i was very confused as to mm -hmm. uh, what i want to pursue after my 12th grade i knew that i had a slight inclination towards the creative fields i knew that i didn't want to pursue something that was purely academic but design was never on my list so um, in fact i wanted to pursue architecture so that is because uh, in my 11th and 12th grade i had this subject called technical drawing so what happens uh -huh. in technical drawing is uh, you construct uh, three dimensional two dimensional objects there's a lot of geometry involved and everything so um, that subject really interested me and i believe i was fairly good at it also so um, that is what motivated me to consider pursuing architecture but then for some reasons that did not work out so i continued looking at other creative fields that i can pursue and i came across accidentally came across school of design at nmms i looked at their website i wow. looked at the the course that they were offering and what really appealed to me was that um, their course in their course they would touch upon various different fields of design right from uh, logo design and branding to uh, communication design to uh, interaction design product design ui ux design immersive design like ar vr so it was a very multidisciplinary very holistic course and uh, it was very unique and very different from what traditional design schools would teach you it was not uh, it would not ask you to specialize in just one design field like graphic design or product design so that is what appealed to me the most and that is when i decided to apply here and then i got in and uh, yeah it was purely accidental not planned at all so that is how i entered the design field now answering your question as to why i am still continuing this why i am still pursuing this what motivates me i think uh, in uh, ui ux design the uh, crux of a project is to identify a real world problem and uh, understand your users pain points understand uh, why that problem needs to be solved and then uh, 
come up with a design solution in the form of digital interfaces or physical tangible products that helps solve those problems or simply improves the existing experience of a user. So when I think of, when I'm working on such projects, such college projects, uh, what drives me is when I think of the impact that uh, this skill set of mine has the potential to make. Even though most of the projects that I am working on right now are purely conceptual. I work on hypothetical problem statements. They are not real world life projects that I'm working on. But uh, even by working on these projects, I am developing the skill sets that I need to uh, implement this in future projects, which actually has the potential to impact a lot of people. Maybe the food donation app that you mentioned in the beginning of the podcast that I have created, maybe I can actually implement it and uh, uh, I can actually create that food donation app and imagine the amount of people that it can influence, that it can help, the impact that it can have. Hmm. So that factor, that impact is what drives me to continue working on such projects and in this field. Wow. Quite a deep meaning with being a problem <laughs> solver and helping create a wonderful world around you. That's really nice. And you talked about how you came forward and you still want to continue because you're able to create a wonderful world and you can have an impact. So during these impacts, you always have like a particular kind of ritual or habits that you follow to make start to make sure that your day is good or your designs are good. So what are the specific rituals or habits you follow to kickstart your day or maintain productivity? Uh, when it comes to kickstarting my day, I don't really have any rituals as such. In fact, if I'm able to drag myself out of bed and reach college on time, I think that is an achievement, a big <laughs> achievement in itself for me. <laughs> so no wow. really... No such yeah. rituals as such when it comes to kickstarting my day. But uh, when it comes to uh, maintaining productivity, mm -hmm. I think I feel that I work best uh, and I'm the most productive when I'm in a peaceful and a calm and a silent environment uh, where I can uh, process all my thoughts and ideas. So, mm -hmm. so the thing is, um, I think a lot. Okay. Uh, before I get started with a project or even during the course of a project, I have a lot of things going on in my head. I have a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of ideas. I have a lot of confusions and I need time to process it all and uh, to filter out my ideas and my thoughts before I can start putting them on pen and paper or on uh -huh. the screen. Okay. So that is why I think I work best and I am my best productive self when I am in a calm and a peaceful environment where I can process all my thoughts. Wow. That's quite a lot to take, but being calm, peaceful is one thing that everybody wants. And I think design students require the most because uh, you, you get a lot of, when you are sitting in an environment where everybody is talking, you get a lot of ideas from everyone. So is it something like to do with the design or something like, that you have it on your own, that you do it, you do good only when you're sitting alone or how is it? It's it's not the same for everyone. I think it is something that works for me. 
when I'm sitting in a calm and peaceful environment where I can process my thoughts. But of course, um, it's impossible for any designer to carry out an entire project only by themselves, only with the ideas that they have. It is very important to take inspiration and feedback from others as well. So that is something that I would do typically in the ideation phase of my project. When mm -hmm. I am uh, coming up with possible concepts or possible ideas, I would discuss it with my peers. I would discuss it with my mentors. I would have healthy feedback, feedback sessions with people to help improve the designs. So I do that. But then to most of the uh, course, during most of the course of the project, I prefer working uh, in a calm environment. In fact, I unlike most people, I don't even listen to music when I'm working because that just distracts oh. me. So uh -huh. yes, so I need to be in that uh, silent environment to be able to work productively. Well, that's nice. That's really nice. So can you share something which is memorable to you while you were creating a design or while you were capturing all this design? What is that mm -hmm. memorable experience that perfectly captures the essence of your profession or your particular study? I think uh, for me, uh, one of my most uh, memorable experiences would be so um, whenever we have any project due the next day, okay, I'm talking about college projects. So whenever we have uh, uh -huh. a project due the next day, whether it is an individual project or a group project, uh, sometimes we have to stay in college till very late, sometimes till 10, 1030 to complete our work. So uh, it has happened many times that uh, some of us, even when we have completed our work early, we would still be there because other people are there, we would help them out. We would give them feedback if they need it. We would help them if they are stuck. We would sometimes even divide the work if time is running out. So, and I know that people will do the same thing for me also if I ask them to. So they will, I can, um, uh, even when I'm working at home, I know I can call anybody, any of my peers up at any time of the day, any time of the night to ask them if I'm stuck somewhere in a software or uh, somewhere in uh, the ideation phase, I am getting a block or I need some feedback or I simply need to talk. So I know I can call anybody up and they will understand and they will help me out. And I will do the same for others also. So being able to work in this kind of a collaborative environment where uh, we know that people are always there for each other even if it means simply sitting next to you in silence while you are working, you mm -hmm. know that there is someone next to you who is there to give you feedback if you ask them for it. Even something as simple as that is very supportive and it makes a lot of difference when uh, you are working, especially when you have a deadline uh, due the next day. So mm. being able to work in this kind of a healthy collaborative environment is something that I think is very memorable for me and perfectly captures the essence of my profession. Wow, that's mm -hmm. nice. So moving on, uh, I would like to know what or who is your role model or someone you look up to within your profession and why do you look up to that particular person? What makes it so special in that particular person that you look up to? Uh, if I have to talk about myself, uh, I don't have any individual 
as such who i look up to as a role model instead i would say that um, if i have to uh, get inspiration from somewhere i would look at uh, the kind of work that uh, my peers are doing or uh, i would look at certain projects that are already put up on the internet like the hands or dribble mm-hmm. that is because uh, say for example i am working on a project uh, an individual project and i am following a particular path i am uh, doing research and then i am ideating and i see my peer uh, who is also working on a similar project but then i see that uh, the way she is doing her research the way she is uh talking to people how she is empathizing with them uh, the way she is um, mm-hmm. uh translating those insights into her ideas the kind of uh, uh, sketches that she is making i would get, take inspiration from that i would mm. uh take inspiration from uh even uh certain things like how one of my peers would uh, effectively manage their time uh so i have a friend who along with college she also runs her own business as a branding and a logo design freelancer mm. so uh she along with the college projects she also takes up uh several several i think tens or 20 projects in a month that uh, she works with client projects and it's really fascinating to see how she is able to a uh, balance between both and how she is able to manage her time so i take inspiration from that i uh, take inspiration from uh, the projects that are up there on behance also sometimes i will go through a project and i really like the kind of uh, um, interface that they have made or the kind of colors they have used and i will take inspiration from there so uh, i won't say that i have an individual as a role model who i look up to but i take inspiration from different people from different sources from different qualities and values of people as well wow that's really a wonderful ability that i think any designer or any person should have like take inspirations from everyone take the goods of everyone and learn from it and learn from your mistakes or learn from other mistakes make mm-hmm. sure that yes. you're always you know you're always in the optimistic side of okay what will they do what will he do how can i learn from them instead of as we yes. see now the many gen z people go towards uh, uh, okay he's going up i should go more forward than him i should do this i should do that i should do extra this but they don't take the inspiration they take the you know risk of moving ahead of them that is what many people try to do so i think that's a wonderful quality that you have that's i think nice. in the design field you can't really in when you're in a classroom when you're working with uh, uh, several other designers uh, all of us have our different projects that we work on you mm-hmm. can't really compete with each other because uh, the kind of projects that we work on are distinctly uh, different from one another the kind of problem that problem statement that we'll be working on or the kind of target audience that we have is different mm-hmm. the kind of process that we follow to uh, uh complete that project not everyone will spend a lot of time in research for some people mm. they might 
not need so much research. They would rather spend their time ideating, coming up with different sketches, different concepts. So everyone's journey in a design project is different from one another. So you can't, it's not possible to even compete with each other. So it's best to take inspiration from each other and uh, get their insights, their feedback as often as possible. That is one thing I really appreciate about the design field. Wow, that's nice. So talking about all the design stuff, you have a lot to work on, you do a lot of things, but how do you maintain your work-life balance and avoid burnouts in your life, you know, in your line of work? What will you do? What do you do normally? To be very honest, I think most design students are terrible at maintaining work-life balance <laughs> because... <laughs> Sometimes we get so engrossed in a project. Sometimes we have so many different things to work on. We juggle between 10 different things at the same time that we shut ourselves out from the rest of the world. We will spend most of our day sitting in one place in front of our screens and trying to get as much work as we can get done in the little time mm -hmm. that we have. Mm -hmm. So... Um, as that is especially true when we have uh, deadlines coming up. Uh, when our deadlines are like weeks and weeks away, then we will be very chill. We will, uh, you know, be like, Ho jayega, kar lenge. we will procrastinate a lot. Every designer procrastinates. No <laughs> designer can say that I start my work on time and I am consistent with my work and I always finish my work before deadline and I uh, maintain my work-life balance. I don't think any designer can say that. If they do, they'd be lying. So every designer procrastinates, every designer starts working uh, at the very last minute. And we have a lot of uh, last minute changes that we work on, even when we have to give presentations and uh, we are waiting for our turn to come. We are still on our laptop making last minute changes to the presentation. Uh, so we will find that one misalignment or that one image that needs to be changed. So it's, I think, coming back to the work life uh, balance. Uh, aspect we are terrible at uh, maintaining a work-life balance but uh, I won't say that it is impossible if uh, mm -hmm. we manage our time properly if we schedule our work effectively then it is very much possible to and very important I'd say to maintain that work-life balance it, it as designers especially as UI UX designers, we spend a lot of time sitting in one place in front of our laptop screens, hours and hours of a day, uh, we spend working on our designs in front of our laptop screen. It really puts a lot of strain on our backs and on our eyes. So it's very important to be active as well. And it's very ironical that it's coming from me when I'm not active at all. So I should be taking my own advice and uh, uh, becoming more active. Yes, but uh, we are bad at maintaining work-life balance, but uh, we do try and everyone should be active, should uh, take up their hobbies. I know people in my class who, along with uh, working on these projects, they are um, pursuing their hobbies as well. Uh, some are going to dance classes, some are uh, playing sports, and I really admire that. And uh, I think I should take inspiration from them. So, yes. Wow. Okay. That's mm -hmm. nice. So, going on, um, 
i just this question just popped up so i was like uh, it is like uh, for example uh, you have a skill or you would like to learn a skill that other person has how would as designers how would you streamline those skills what are your no uh, what are you, what is your path that you take for learning that skill or learning that particular skill of designing what do you guys do so uh, if i have to talk about the people in my class everyone has a unique set of skill set there are some people who are amazing at game design they can create environments in uh, uh, you know ar vr and uh, they can create amazing games there are people who are really good at graphics uh, who are really good at uh, branding creating logo designs so there is a lot of uh, skills to learn from uh, different people and uh, if we have to if we have keen interest in uh, learning those skills i think what we typically do is we would approach them we would um, ask them for references as to what are some of the tools or some of the uh, maybe online courses or anything like that that we can uh, use to get started with uh, learning these skills um what are some of the youtube channels that we can uh, refer to if we want to learn that skill mm. so we would mm. ask them that they would help us out they would uh, if uh, they are uh, your good friends and they have the time they would even maybe sit with you to help you get started and take you through the software that you want to learn and uh, help you if you have any doubts or if you uh, face any challenges so that is how you approach people you uh, ask them and you take references and uh, help from them so it is youtube channels and your friends that mainly you guys yes. work on and uh, yes. does uh, what kind of other you know tools or softwares that you guys mostly refer to like we have dribble and behance is there any other softwares or any other websites where you guys go forward to have, take some inspiration or learn something new from there what where would you guys go hmm apart from the ones that you mentioned i think uh, uh if we have to take inspiration we might look at some of the projects that our seniors have done in our college we would uh look at the process that they have followed what different it is that they did in their projects uh sometimes uh even when you use a tool like figma so there is this mm -hmm. uh, uh page on figma called the community page where uh, people put up uh, several templates several uh, assets for people to use for free uh in their projects if they would like to so you can get a lot of inspiration and a lot of uh, uh resources from there as well so it's typically it's mostly behance dribble and youtube for most of us but if we want to look for more inspiration we can always we always uh, approach our seniors we look at their projects we refer to these uh, templates available on uh, platforms like figma and everything okay so moving on to the last question okay this question can be asked in different ways but i'm going to ask straight direct forward to you because 
i know you have a lot of design elements that you can pick up from that but very direct what advice would you give to someone aspiring to follow in your footsteps or what advice would you give yourself if you could go back 5 years before and you can give an advice to yourself what advice would it be hmm. so if i have to give an advice to uh, anyone who's about to enter this field or if i have to give it to my past self i would say that experiment experiment as much as you can when you are entering this design field don't enter the design school with a preconceived mindset that uh, you know i am only interested in graphics so that is what i'm going to focus on i won't be uh, paying much attention to all the other uh, things that they will teach me in design school because mm. uh, especially in a course like mine which is very multidisciplinary you touch upon various different aspects of design throughout the four years especially in a course like this there you never know uh, where your interest lies or where your skill set lies it is mm. very important to experiment to get your hands dirty to try out different softwares try out uh, different tools try out different mediums uh, as much as you can uh, don't restrict yourself in terms of uh don't have this um, um i'd say uh doubt in yourself that you won't be able to do this uh, don't uh start uh your journey in the design school thinking that oh i'm not very good with technology so i don't think i'll be able to do well with these softwares try it out experiment with it of course you won't get it right the first time none of us did we had uh to go through a lot of tutorials lot of uh, confusions lot of uh staying up late at night and asking people for help to be able to uh develop those skill sets uh that we have to be able to work on these softwares so and it's not just about software it's, it's also about the different design fields you have n number of possibilities n number of directions in which you can go ahead with uh, as a designer as a specialty by the end of these four years you can become a ui ux designer you can become a graphic designer you can uh, if you have interest in ar vr you can become an immersive designer there are n number of possibilities so but then uh, if you don't experiment you won't know where your interest or skill set lies so experimentation is very important when you enter the design field wow experiment innovate ideate and keep an open mind that's yes. really wonderful and Sounds that's like a, a perfect tagline for a design agency ah wow <laughs> are you so star struck so so you know so yes, inspired I'm yeah i'm losing <laughs> words i'm not able to grasp words and not able to you know recollect words that i violated before this i have already used all the big big words that <laughs> were there uh, in the dictionary so yes i can understand <laughs> okay so thank you so much manar and we i want to extend my deepest gratitude for joining us on this podcast and it is really been a wonderful session because your thoughtful responses and engagement stories were truly an inspiration not only to me but to the listeners too and hopefully uh we get to invite you again after you 
bring in your new wonderful agency of uh, UI UX design and looking forward to hearing all your wonderful stories and thank you so much for being an amazing guest and guys if you want to reach out to mana you can reach out to her through her uh behinds account or instagram account and she is a wonderful designer and if there's any client who's uh, listening to this you should go to her and you should ask her for your work and she is the best guy over there so thank you so much manar thank you for hosting me and uh, i had a wonderful time and i'm like you said i'm really looking forward to coming here again and sharing many many more stories for people to listen to thank you thank you guys thank you thank you